The Eagles versus the Dolphins edition of the Diary Eagles podcast on the Sports Gaming Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers, where you can win 100x. That's right. Turn $5 into $500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by Game Time Last-Minute Tickets. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And we're giving away $3,000 in our NFL Second Chance Survivor Contest presented by Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Properties. Contest starts this weekend and it's free to enter. Just go to sportsgamingpodcast.com slash survivor. Welcome, everyone, to the Diet Eagles podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Eagles go to five and one with a disgusting loss to the New York Jets, losing 20 to 14 in New Jersey. A a spectacular day for Hertz haters as they were celebrating. Hertz is, I give him the A minus, B plus uh, sort of a game where he. Came out there. Yeah. Okay. Yes. That last interception was really bad, but he did. Jalen hurts did make some high level throws in that game. We got Dallas Goddard dropping a ball. They went right to an interception. You got Deandre Swift fumbling. Uh, Devonta Smith is dropping wide open balls. There's plenty of people to blame besides rare breed untamed, who I think deserves some of the blame. Justin, who deserves the most blame for this loss? Oh man, that's a tough one. Um, a lot, lot to go around, honestly. With you know, drop balls, turnovers. Um, if we're gonna put it on one person's shoulders, though, man, I'd say you obviously got to give Brian Johnson some of the blame here. Could have done a, a, a better play calling. Um, I think though, I'm gonna say Sirianni, and the reason I'm gonna go with Sirianni over Johnson is. I feel like this was a team loss um, when you look through what happened and uh, due to drop passes and turnovers, like I said, but also Hurts. Hurts seems to be regressing to a certain extent, so obviously he gets part of the blame, but oh, I think man, that goes careful. back on Sirianni. Yeah. Um, Brian as long as Johnson, you're blaming other people and not Jalen Hurts himself, <laughs> I'm fine with that, but keep going. Brian, Brian Johnson as well. I mean, his play calling, we we could step it up. I do have a little bit of a defense case ready for him. But uh, I think Sirianni needs to take a little bit more of the helm there um, in order to get things in line. I mean, they do communicate to each other during the game. So I don't see why he can't get on the mic and say, hey, let's uh, go with this play or that play. Or in this situation, let's uh, start running the ball a little bit more. Uh, whatever it might be. But it seems like there's a lack of communication taking place there. Um, so I, I'm going to say Sirianni takes the bulk of it here, and I haven't heard many people start to blame him too much. But uh, he is the head coach after all, and I think there's some things that still need to be changed here. Oh, uh, you guys are way too positive after this loss. Um, 
Sean, especially here. Look, this team was terrible in almost every facet of the game, except shockingly, not the defense. Um, I'm actually going to give the defense a pretty good grade, considering they had like guys off the street. No Jerry Carter, no Darius Slay. At some point. Yeah, exactly. I actually, you know, I I know the Jets aren't some juggernaut of an offense, but uh, I'll give Desai some credit. Uh, You know, he's hanging in there longer than I expected so far. So, um, but let's, let's start on the offense and, and, Justin, I agree with you. Sirianni deserves a lot of blame. This team has no coherent offensive game plan. Every week, it just seems like they're jumping around. And this was by far their worst offensive game plan. And um, I am not sold on Brian Johnson whatsoever. Um, I don't know. I'm starting to wonder if he just knows how to get the best out of our playmakers. And maybe, it, you know, I'm almost having flashbacks to when like press Taylor was offensive coordinator with Carson Wentz and they were like, buddy, buddy. And we would talk about like, is he hard enough on Wentz? I'm almost starting to wonder if that's the case with Brian Johnson and, and Jalen hurts. Um, but, you know, they come into the game. The Jets are the 29th-ranked defense against the run in the league. So what do we do? We pass like 45 times. Um, why weren't we trying to run the ball, especially once Lane Johnson went out, run behind my Lotta, and, and make the Jets stop you? Um, but, you know, and then we have the drops by Devonta. You know, I'm wondering in my head, he hasn't been very engaged the last few weeks is this are these mental errors because he's been kind of not getting targets the last few weeks? Like it, you, you kind of check out uh, because you haven't been very involved in the game plan, and I think that can lead to these mental lapses and drops. And then, then you have AJ Brown who didn't run for the the touchdown. And then I'm sorry, the number one person that deserves blame is Jalen Hurts. Um, despite all these issues, the poor coaching, the interceptions, the turnovers. We had a chance to win at the end, and that interception he threw was egregious. I mean, it was really, really bad. I don't know what he saw. There was no window there. It's a throw that, quite frankly, I'd be annoyed if a rookie QB made in his first start. So I'm not out on Hurts. I know Sean will say I'm out. I'm a Hurts hater. I'm not a Hurts hater. I like him. Every QB, even the best, have bad games, but he was flat out bad this last week. And, and, you know, that's where I am. That's my rant. But I do want to ask Sean on the record, did Jalen Hurts have a bad game? Yes or no? Tough. <clears throat> now, what do you, what is your, what is your definition of bad? I, you tell me, Sean. I mean, did he meet the standard you expect? No, the from standard, him? Rob, the standard is the standard as, as I heard a great man once say, and he did not play up to the standard. <laughs> Uh, he, I think he would say he didn't have a good game because they didn't win the game. Now, he, don't give me that nonsense. A win's a win. I, I'm sick of hearing that too. <laughs> well, it's not. Well, now it is uh, a loss, and now it, they deserve the criticism. If they would have won the game, uh, it would have the reactions would have been exactly the same. Uh, I think yes, Jalen Hurts definitely. I, I don't know what he saw on that last interception. I think. Going back to the play calling, we shouldn't have Jalen Hurts dropping back 55 times, especially when Lane Johnson gets knocked out during the game. Like the only way they get back into that game is if you throw an interception there. I'm fine with them 
it, it, it like I like it, it is a double edged sword. I like them being aggressive, but in that situation, I'm fine with them playing conservative and forcing Zach Wilson to beat you because they hadn't done anything all day. Like the defense was playing really well and shutting down the run game and limiting the pass game. The only touchdown they scored was what they, at the end of the game when they allowed them to score that touchdown. That being said. The defense needs to get turnovers. They just do. I, I I get it. It was the offense's fault for turning the ball over four times, but now this is what three games in a row where we haven't gotten a turnover. You got you got to turn the ball over, and the defense. God, is pretty- don't uh, stop. I cannot let you blame the defense for this loss. They had four turnovers. You are oh, never said- going to win a game when you have four turnovers. <laughs> so let's let's not try to cover for the offense by saying the defense didn't get turnovers. They were the least of our concerns last week. Taking a quick break to remind you to sign up for our second chance survivor contest. That's right. Are you already knocked out of your NFL survivor? Don't worry. We got you covered with the SGPN second chance survivor presented by Corey Pinkston and barking dog properties, $3,000 up for grabs winner. Take all it starts this weekend. So sign up now sports slash survivor. That's sports slash survivor. And the NFL gambling podcast guys are doing a review contest. Leave an Apple podcast review with your favorite touchdown related bet for this weekend biggest winner gets a 50 sgpn gift card make sure to include your youtube username in the review so we can contact the winner i would say yes the defense played much better than the offense but the turnover difference was the reason they lost the game because it was four to zero now the offense is 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 uh should be held accountable for turning over the ball four times but this is now what they didn't get a turnover against the jets. They didn't get a turnover against the Rams. They didn't get a turnover against Washington. Do you know that what the turnover margin was last year at this time compared to this year? That's the biggest difference. Plus between 10. Last year. And yeah. right now we're minus one. Yeah. Part of that though is the offense. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, I think we had what 12 takeaways at this point last season uh, compared to right now. Actually we've, uh, we have eight takeaways. Yeah, if you look at like the yards, yards per attempt, a lot of the other stats, the offense is trending in a similar direction as to what it was last year. The big difference is turnovers. And and I I Rob, I'm saying it is the offense's fault for turning yeah. it over, but we to be in these games, we need the defense to create turnovers. You can't have three games without a turnover. I am gonna push back a little bit on you, Sean, there with that that pass play. I actually I mean, I, I think people are upset with Brian Johnson because he put Hurts in that situation to pass the ball there. But it was a third down. I understand there were under two minutes left, but you got to be able to put the ball in your playmaker's hands, you know, your your quarterback's hands in order to win the game. We make that first down. They got no timeouts. It's essentially over. I'd rather put it in my playmaker's hands to make an eight-yard gain on third down and win it than punt the ball and give it to the other team. I know it's Zach Wilson on the other end of the ball, but we just paid him, what, like $45 million a year in order to win the game for us. Uh, I, I actually, I think Hurts played a decent game. I think part oh, of the reason stop. he threw that you pick is say that, that. <laughs> part of the reason he threw that pick is that he was running his ass off all over the place at the end of the game and started making mental errors. But with that said, he's got to be better than that, and he's got to be able to make that play or – even just slide at that point. I mean, he's been doing a hell of a job doing that this year, but that was an egregious pick. It was a turnover, and it really did seal the game for us. Yeah, that that 
the positives uh, in Jalen Hurts's game, which I thought there were some from the Jets game. I mean, that play he made where he was stiff arming the dude and then threw that nice ball down the field. He had some nice balls to AJ and Devonta. Those plays, you know, get washed away when you have such a horrible interception at that time. So, yeah, I mean, we do, we do win so, this game though if if we don't have the drops, and I know this is a what if, but I mean, if you look at our offense, I mean, we were 50% on third down this past game. They played fairly well. We had over almost 340 total yards. So it's not like, you know, things weren't clicking at certain times. So that's why I can't necessarily, if we want to go back to Brian Johnson, and he seems to be the scapegoat, not with you guys, but I'm saying if you look at all the stories, it's like for me. every time we turn the ball over, it was after uh, it was past midfield. I mean, you got to be able to rely on Devontae to make that catch. You got to be able to rely on, you know, Swift to not fumble the ball after he makes a catch or Goddard as well. I mean, if we make any of those, we're past midfield and we should make almost a sure surefire field goal. And with that being said, I mean, we didn't make uh, a really important field goal down the stretch because Elliott unfortunately yeah. missed and he was. He was due to miss. I'm not going to give him. I mean, when it happened, it's like I can't even get mad at the guy because it's just been so clutch this season. But uh, that's another thing that might have changed, you know, the way things were going in the game. Once that happened, it just seemed like, oh, shit, we might be fucked here. Yeah. I mean, I think I said in the beginning of the year that we needed to give the coordinators probably at least like five games before we could really judge them. And and shockingly, uh, you know, I think Desai has been adjusting and you know maybe a little slow to adjust at times but I, i'm okay with what he's been doing so far but johnson I, i'm not saying he should be fired today or anything but he's definitely on the watch list and on a short leash and you know it, I it was I, I, I think i said to sean it was interesting seeing the game plan list last this last week i mean i think it was terrible i think We've just had a, bat, a a real rough time getting the ball to our playmakers, and I still think we underutilize the middle of the field and slants, which are like unstoppable with AJ Brown. Um, but you know, I, I've heard some people speculating like, is Sirianni getting involved again in the play calling? I I, I don't know, but it's it's interesting that we threw the ball forty five times because if you remember back when he was originally calling the plays, as I remember it, he was throwing the ball, yeah. uh, you know, a crazy yeah. amount as well. And then once Steichen took over, um, you know, he kind of balanced it out a bit. So it almost makes me wonder if, if Sirianni al already has kind of Johnson on a short leash. And if, if this game didn't have his fingerprints on some of the play calling, that's just pure spec speculation. I have no idea. Um, but it is interesting. We threw 45 times against the 29th ranked run defense. And, um, you know, that, that, uh, but I got to say, I don't weird. even mind that with their two corners out, you, you should be throwing the ball now 45 times. I think we're only pointing that out because it ended up being a loss, but like even Kelsey pointed out, they only average 1.6 yards a game or, or yeah. uh, a carry. And I mean, Swift well, but in fairness, they never really 8. tried to establish it. I mean, but they, they never really they, needed they to committed. because the pass, the pass was working. Anytime we got things going, it ended up being a turnover, unfortunately. So I don't, I don't know if you could necessarily say that the pass was the wrong idea there. Uh, what's other than turnovers. Yeah. It would have worked out. To me, the most annoying thing with the offense is it feels like we're close at times for, you know, breaking through and having these really massive games, but then something just keeps <clears throat> messing up the rhythm. You know, like even in the Rams game, 
Uh, we won 23-14. Overall, I thought the offense looked really good, but even that game, it felt like there were some opportunities we left uh, out on the field there with the red zone inefficiencies. And this game, it was just that times a million. You look also, at the, the, the completion percentage was, what, 62%? Not great. Don't get me wrong. I mean, obviously, you won 70 or more, but, I mean, it, it, it's not like that was egregious either. Sorry to cut you off. No, no, no. I it, it's just to to Rob's point. It seems like there's just a rhythm missing in this offense, and you know we. It's really frustrating because I do think you look at our yardage. Like we're able to move the ball up and down the field, but whether it's the turnovers, the red zone inefficiency, we're not capitalizing. I mean, look at and and I think we are to a decent extent getting AJ Brown involved a decent amount. You look at AJ Brown's last four games: seven for one thirty-one, six for one twenty-seven, nine for one. 75 nine for 131 like those are those are like top of the league numbers he is getting involved he is doing a good job I don't like the Devonta drops I cannot wrap my head around it I get maybe he was you know not mentally focused maybe because he wasn't involved in some games but he got 10 targets like he's got to be more efficient than that and same thing with Goddard like Goddard had a um you know, he had his best game against the Rams. They went out of their way to feed him. And then this happened. So I, I, I don't know who exactly to blame. Ultimately, I think Sirianni with the turnover stuff needs to be held the most accountable, but yeah. And, and maybe it's Brian Johnson as well, as far as, I, I don't well, know. I don't know if like play calling makes Deandre Swift, not fumble there. Back to, back to Sirianni though, too. Like the, the biggest thing that he's always preached or he says he preaches is fundamentals. So it's just yeah. one of those things like you have a sloppy game like that and that's what he's built his coaching foundation on, right? And now these things seem to be getting a little bit away from him and you wonder like, okay, is he allowing talent to get away with a little bit more? You see the AJ stuff, you see Devontae dropping passes or is it just, you know, it's just, could it be a bad game? And maybe part of it is the play calling. Like I said, I'm not giving Brian Johnson a pass by any, uh, by any stretch, but at the same time, I, I don't think you can just go, which is what I see a lot of fans doing online, saying, oh, he's the problem and he needs to go at the moment. Yeah, I I, I don't know what it is. Uh, and I don't think, I, I mean, firing the offensive coordinator, I think this year would be insane. Like, I, I think unless it goes really bad, you can't just fire a new offensive coordinator, especially when you're winning games you're moving the ball. It feels like they're close. I mean, Rob, you, I get you're out on Brian Johnson, but it would be crazy. I, to fire him. I, I just said, I, I said, I'm not at the point where I would fire him. I don't think it's crazy to do it this season period. I mean, you, you got to see where things go, but I do think he's on a short leash and, and he needs to prove himself because look, talent wise, this is one of the best offenses in, in the league. And it's not even close to performing as such. And you can cherry pick stats and show like average yards per play or very similar to last year and this and that, but they are not passing the eye test and they're certainly not scoring in the red zone. So you can put whatever stats you put up, whatever stats you want between the 25s or whatever. But if you're not scoring touchdowns, it's all useless and you're not going to beat good teams if you're not putting those points on the board. So they need to figure it out really quick because, you know, they're playing the Dolphins, uh, you know, which we're going to get to this week. And certainly they have no trouble putting points on the board fast. Um, so, you know, I don't know the answer. I, I won't pretend to know the answer, but the offense is not clicking at all, in my opinion. I mean, four turnovers will do that to you. 
I mean, well, sure, can, right? You'll say that, but we are five and one. I mean, sure. we do have the best third down conversion percentage in the league, and that's usually a pretty solid indicator of a decent team at least, right? We're over 50% when it comes to third down conversions at the moment. Look, we just played the easiest part of our schedule. Let's be honest. So, you know, coming up, we have, uh, you know, Miami, we have the Chiefs, we have Buffalo, we have Dallas twice. So let's see how we get through that. If we get through that gauntlet of games and the offense performs well, then fine. You know, I'll change my tune. But, you know, I'm concerned about the state of the offense going into that stretch. I agree. I don't think you're saying anything too novel right there and saying that. I think we all are concerned. I'm just pointing out that, you know, you can look at stats in order to indicate how well a team is doing. Right now we're five and one. It was the easiest stretch, but uh, I think you gotta you gotta point that out as well. And I don't know how we're gonna do against these other teams, especially when it comes to the injuries that we have, which we haven't even gotten a chance to get into. Yeah. I mean, for me, I don't think it's I don't think the offense is that far off. Like to me, you look at yards per game, Miami's number one, uh, 498.7. We're number two in the league in yards per game, 395. Now, that being said, we should be getting more points off those yards and we should be, be more efficient and less turnovers and stuff like that. I just think if you're putting up, if you're second in the league in yards per game, I think you're doing something right. So I don't think it's like a complete reset. I think we're close, but I think if we completely blew things up, I think there are some stuff that have, have really been working for this team. We shall see. <laughs> uh, look, I, I I'm, not dis- I'm not disagreeing no, with no. you. I'm not saying to blow it up either. I- I'm just saying there's legit concerns that need to be fixed. Yeah, no, I think we all are. No one's no one's happy with the offense, especially Rare Breed himself. Hey, we got some uh we got some news. Uh Julio Jones has been signed, 34 years old. Uh they were asking him, like, what do you think his role is uh gonna be on the team? Quote, my mindset is to dominate. Don't get it twisted. I'm here to dominate. Love the confidence, Julio Jones. Uh, Quez Watkins now on the IR. Maybe they're getting him for some depth, but now we saw AJ Brown show up on the injury report. Who knows what that means uh, with the hamstring? Sometimes that's serious. Sometimes it's just like a rest management thing. We're taping this on a Wednesday. We'll see where that Sean, was. It AJ Brown or Devonta Smith? I thought it was oh, Smith. Sorry, Devonta maybe... Smith. I messed up. Yeah, okay. you're correct. Uh, so Julio Jones, yeah, is he going to? The problem with Julio Jones is he he has trouble staying healthy. So if we're looking for depth, he might not be the best guy. I do like him as a dog. Uh, he seems to have good relationships with AJ Brown, with Zacchaeus, former Alabama guy. I, I like his attitude and coming in, but I, I don't think he's going to do that much. I mean, if we're expecting him to be involved in the offense and Nick Sirianni kind of alluded to his role would be a complimentary role and even went out of his way to say, Hey, the offense is still going through AJ Devonta and Dallas, but Justin, what's your take on uh, the Julio Jones signing? Uh, you know what? I don't mind it considering, uh, what was it? Saw Devonta with that hamstring, uh, a bit concerning. So I don't know what that's going to lead to. Um, Wes obviously hasn't, um, you know, stepped up. He's on IR now, uh, from what I've read recently as well. So, uh, I, I don't mind it. Take a flyer on the guy. He used to be fast. He's 34 now. 
I'm sure he's not running four threes anymore or anything close to it. Uh, but he does still have those hands. So uh, I'll take it. I mean, let's get that guy in the locker room, see what he can do. Um, it seems like we could use, you know, a third receiver. And like I said, I don't, I'm not sure what's going to happen with Devante and the hamstring. Maybe that's another reason why we went out and got him uh, because we need, you know, somebody else in the mix. Uh, yeah, if you, and, if you recall, he's a playmaker. Yeah. Yeah. If you recall, and I, I almost like, I, I completely forgot about this game, but in, uh, in Tom Brady's last game, that wild card game where uh, Tampa lost 31 to 14, then this was, you know, in January, he did have seven catches for 74 yards and a touchdown. Um, that actually looked pretty good in that game. The issue is how long can he do it for how many games and can he stay healthy? But uh, I, I guess he has some, and <clears throat> to me, I, I had forgotten about that game. So the fact that he at least flashed there is some optimism, but I, I'm not getting my hopes up for uh, Julio Jones. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's kind of like a, yeah. Okay. Let's see what happens. Signing. Um, yeah. not excited. I don't hate it. It's, you know, I, I, I think I said, you know, we're having enough problems getting our three playmakers involved in the same game. We don't need another one in there, but you know, maybe he's good and maybe he could give us a couple red zone targets as a bigger bodied guide and down there. Um, yeah, you know, that's a, and, I think and, and be he good. probably is better, you know, honestly, he's better than Quez. So I'll still take him, uh, in that role over Quez. Fuck him. Have return, have him return kicks. That would be fun. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I know Covey's the punt return guy. He's been great. <laughs> I, I still don't wait. Is he doing kicks as well? I feel like they keep. Oh, you're right. You're kicks. right. It's just the punts. Like, Can we just go back one second? By the way, we skipped over the Jets game, but um, how, how about uh, Salah after the game just making a note how they've just embarrassed all the QBs <laughs> that they've yeah. placed? Like, I mean, come on, you had a good win, you beat a good team, but like you're three and three, buddy. Like, let's not act like you're taking the league by storm here. Yeah. yeah, I guess I will say that uh, he's got to rally those guys somehow, and I feel like his way that his way is to try and bring that edge and be a little cocky. But uh, I definitely did appreciate it as an Eagles fan. Yeah, I mean, come on, dude. Embarrassed is a strong word. Yeah, Jalen Hurts didn't play great, but you guys, it was. Let's not pretend it was some dominant win. And also, you lost to the Chiefs. I get Patrick Mahomes didn't have his best game either, but like, what are we talking about here? <laughs> also, do you guys think uh, part of the blame for this loss rests on the Phillies and the fetch and the fact that they won that playoff series? Yeah, um, I mean, we and maybe we the guys had partied a little hard ahead of time. I don't know. We haven't. Yeah, I think you're on to something here, here, Justin. I, I am. A, I am a little worried about that every time I see him at the games. I feel like as fans. Uh, and and we can do a little fan roll call here as far as what we were doing. I know the chain was on. I know I was <laughs> my seat. I know I was rotating through different hats, desperately trying to find a rhythm. But Rob, what were you doing? I, I'm I'm worried you were just like angry at the offense and focused on that instead of doing your job as a fan. That's uh, that's probably pretty accurate. I mean, I did have the right T-shirt on, so I don't. What what more could I do? I even had the jersey on on the kid. And, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I guess like you can always do more. So I'll reevaluate for this week. Yeah. Break down. I will game. say I was, I was a bit hung over. I went out actually the night before and then I had oh, to wake Justin. up 7am to go, go to the bar and watch and go to the bar. Uh, watch the early games, uh, had a few and then 
by the time kickoff came, I think you guys knew by my text. I wasn't, I wasn't, you were really, you were really motivated. Uh, you were really fired up in the early games and then it kind of tailed off when the Eagles came uh, actually came around. Definitely. Uh, it was, I was a little sloppy by the end of it. And I, I actually lost track of the turnovers. Uh, I was like, wait a second. He had three interceptions. I, 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 I forgot about one of them until I watched, rewatched the game last night. Um, speaking of, uh, we, we mentioned AJ Brown. There was a great uh, McNabb was on like WIP saying, "Oh, you know, they're they're trying to." He was kind of blaming the fact that they were trying to give AJ the ball too much, which that's not the offense's problem. Like giving the ball to AJ has been working. If anything, that's been the strength of the offense. And he was kind of alluding to like, "Oh, you know, as a quarterback, and no, you know, when the when the uh, receivers always want the ball and blah blah blah." And then AJ Brown quote tweeted it by saying, "With all due respect, I will repeat." Uh, or he was basically implying that since they had that argument, they've been going another way to get AJ involved and blah blah blah. And he goes, with all due respect, I will repeat, that conversation was not about targets. Two friends bumped heads about something and moved on. And if you feel that way, keep that to yourself because the media is going to hold on to everything you say. Out of all people, you should know better. (laughs) I just love A.J. Brown saying to McNabb, you should know better, which is really great. I don't even know if McNabb (laughs) realizes he's like trolling when he says these things. Oh, no, it's just because it's like he can't see anyone else succeed and has to like take a shot. It's so annoying. Yeah, he never does seem to have like the positive thing to say. Or maybe and I never listen to the guy, but it seems like any soundbite you get from him is is negative towards Philly in some way, shape. Well, yeah, and, and when Carson Wentz was doing well, he was throwing shade. When Nick Foles was throw, doing well, he was throwing he's just so he hates to see the city embrace any other quarterback. And I think as Eagles fans, we had a tortured relationship with McNabb, but if he just would have, you know, went off into the sunset and kind of had a Dawkins like um, post playing career. Now, no one will love McNabb anywhere close to Dawkins, but if he was just like, Hey, the Eagles are awesome. Thanks guys. Love the fans. And, and just kind of was a cheerleader instead of, uh, or, or be critical, but be like, you know, not go out of your way to stir up shit. I think, I think people would be fine with them. Taking a quick break to talk about game time tickets, love game time tickets hooked us up uh, when we went to the Eagles Rams game. That was a lot of fun. They are your destination for last minute tickets at the best price. And they even have a low price guarantee. If you can find tickets in the same section and row for less game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Don't even bother trying to get better tickets from game time. You're not going to get them. Uh, you're just, it's not going to happen. Maybe we're going to the Eagles dolphins. That's going to be a tough ticket to get, but you can get it last second at game time. You can get a great price and it's less stress. Plus download the game time app, create an account and use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase terms apply. Again, create the account, redeem the code CFBX for $20 off download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And of course, we're also brought to you by hall of fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with hall of fame bets. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with hall of fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the hall of fame bets app or visit hrfbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. Uh, I don't know. He, he's just, it, McNabb is just, he's always going to say the wrong thing. It's hilarious. Uh, yeah, we do have, to get in those situations. 
Yeah, we do have some uh, news. Eagles did sign Josiah Scott from the Steelers practice squad, which, man, we cannot get a break uh, when it comes to injuries. Although, um, yeah, maybe we'll just break it down now. So they get Josiah Scott off the Steelers practice squad. Um, That should be helpful. It looks like Sidney Brown should be coming back. Safety. Uh, that should be helpful. Darius Slay was now limited in practice, but the fact that he's practicing on a Wednesday, good sign. So, uh, but, it, but the fact that we have to go out and sign him means they probably don't think Roby's going to play it's and Reed Blankenship didn't practice today. Uh, I, I don't know what we do at this point, Justin. Yeah, I don't know either. And I mean, I was so pissed off at that play where, you know, that crackback block against Reed, it just puts him out. Um, even longer now after he had the original in, uh, rib injury. Um, from what I read, though, it seems like things are negative, correct? And But it, I, I'm assuming he's going to be out a couple weeks now. Um, and Roby as well with that shoulder. It sucks. We just got him in the mix, and now he's out. Um, that secondary is just yikes. Uh, I'm definitely concerned, and uh, I'm not sure exactly what we're going to be able to do against Miami other than just – try to blitz the shit out of them so they can't go deep on us. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, it's I, a concern. I mean, I, you know, I, I assume like Scott can uh, handle Tyreek Hill. So we'll be fine. <laughs> One-on-one coming off the practice <laughs> squad. Well, this will be a great test for Desai. If he's going to play off coverage and, and just let, let Tyreek Hill run an open space. Like you, you got to go up and get physical on him. That's the only way you can slow him down. Like watch, and there's been two teams that have been able to kind of slow down their offense, and that's the Bills and the Patriots. Like, whatever those guys are doing, that's what we need to do. Um, and we'll see. All right, we'll get to the uh, Dolphins preview in just a second. Worth noting some of the stuff going on in the league. Niners go down to the Cleveland Browns. Rob, this is an interesting question because it's I, I mentioned, oh, hey, at least we lost, at least the 49ers lost as well. So we're still tied for the number one seed. But you pointed out, no, that makes the loss more painful because we could have gotten a game on them. What was your takeaway from the the, the Browns win over the Niners? Uh, I mean, the takeaway was their defense is legit. Um, yeah. I mean, I'll give, uh, I know. We had a little love-hate relationship at time, but uh, Jim Schwartz is really Should we bring Jim Schwartz back there? If we can. Um, <laughs> so, oh, I mean, wow. look, the, kudos to them. They did a really nice job and and shut down an offense that kind of looked unstoppable coming into that game and brought Purdy really back to earth. Um, so I, I really think that's the takeaway of the game, um, you know, how good the, the Browns' defense is. I do like how Rob uh, phrases a love hate relationship. I don't remember you ever loving Jim Schwartz. I must early have... on. I was actually yeah. high on him. I actually thought oh. it was a great hire originally. That's true. Um, but yes, deep you're deep right. Minus. We we definitely turned at the end. <laughs> well, he does that annoying, like that picket fence player where they would sit back on third down and let them get, you know, basically go back as far as you can to try and stop the first down. It was just before the sticks. Yeah. Yeah, such a frustrating uh, guy at times, but seems to be working in Cleveland, maybe a better match uh, personnel. But Justin, what about you? What do you make of the uh, Chargers taking or Chargers losing to the Dallas Cowboys? I I still thought the uh, I didn't think the Cowboys look that good. Yeah, I didn't think the Cowboys looked great, honestly. But I mean, it was against the Chargers, and everybody wants to continue to try and say, hey, look at the talent on that team. But they, they just constantly underperform. I think 
part of that or a lot of that is obviously Staley, but I don't know if Herbert's that great either. Uh, so I don't know if Cowboys honestly proved too much by beating the Chargers. Yeah, nice win by them. You got to beat who you play. Uh, but they definitely struggled to a certain extent, but they were able to pull it out in the end. So I I don't know if I learned much about them, honestly. Um, I, I think, yeah, when Dak's on, sometimes he can complete some great passes. You got to keep that in mind. Um, obviously, he struggled this season so far, but he was able to pull this one out. So I saw there you go. I saw a stat online about the Cowboys' uh, offense um, that the Cowboys are averaging just five play, you know, five yards per play this season. It's the second lowest efficiency over the last 20 years and even worse than the seasons where they lost Tony Romo or Dak Prescott for the year. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> so, you know, genius McCarthy offensive coordinator, things don't seem to be so rosy at the moment. It, to me, it was really about the the uh, Chargers just continuing to find ways to lose games than, than anything about the Cowboys uh, being awesome. All right, let's get... To, oh. Reddit roast, uh, which is always fun. I did find this uh, post in the Dolphins subreddit. Pretty great. First time at Eagles Stadium. I'm so pumped to go to the Finns game this Sunday in Philly, but not sure what to expect at Lincoln Field. From talking to others, they agree that if I want to avoid getting beer thrown on me, constantly shit-talked in potential fights, then I should leave the jersey at home. Any experiences with Eagles fans from any anyone here? Anyone else planning on going? And this uh, this person writes back, I'll be there on Sunday in an orange and teal windbreaker uh, and and bringing a scarf just in case. I'm pregnant, so I dare anyone to mess with me. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're clearly in these Dolphins fans' heads. Uh, that's and then they someone has a uh, Ace Ventura fighting the Eagles uh, mascot uh, gif, which is a pretty fun <laughs> gif in spite of the horrible portrayal of uh, the Swift, the Eagles mascot. All right, but let's just, get- just look at the Philly series. They keep like poking the bear with the fans yeah. and how's it working doing? out. All we need is for Tua to say he doesn't. He heard uh, Lincoln Financial Stadium isn't that loud. Like if he could just say that. Uh, that would be, that would be really, and the fans I would imagine are going to be rocking. Not only is it a Sunday night game, plenty of time to get super intoxicated, but also it is, uh, the Kelly green game. Shout out to the Eagles for doing everything they can to get me my Kelly green Jersey. Just kidding. It's not coming till the end of November. You fucking losers. Uh, Eagles two and a half point home favorites here for Sunday night football. Oh man, I, I'll I'll start off here, and uh, well, actually, yeah, let's do let's talk injuries because that's a huge part of the game. The injury report just popped up for today. Reed Blankenship didn't practice, not great. Lane Johnson didn't practice, but according to Brian Baldinger, he's going to play. Bradley Roby didn't practice, shoulder injury. Devonta Smith hamstring didn't practice. That's concerning. Uh, the positive stuff is Jalen Carter limited in practice. Darius Slay limited in practice. I think they're going to go and and Sydney Brown uh full practice with the hamstring. So maybe things seem to be turning around injury wise. But man, with no lane, I I I think we're going to be in trouble, right, Rob? Well, I thought we just said Lane's probably going to play. Yeah, I, I guess I just said if there is some reason he doesn't play, uh that uh, I mean if, that he, if he doesn't play that's I mean we've talked about this so many times how the the our record with and without lane it's it's astronomically different so 
Yeah. I mean, it's huge. We need him out there, even lane with a bum ankle. I'll take, you know, based on what we saw from Driscoll last week. So I'm hoping he can go from all reports. The injury actually wasn't as bad as anticipated. So uh, I I think we're going to have him out there. Um, So hopefully it won't be too bad. Yeah. No read though. Uh, He's not practicing. Hopefully he guts it out. He's a gutty guy with a lot of heart. So maybe they just shoot him up, deal with that rib pain. But um yeah, I, I think for me, oh, well, I, what about you, Justin? Any any thoughts on the injury report? No, not much. Not much uh, compared to what I said earlier. I mean, I think Blankenship is going to be a huge downer if he doesn't play. But as you pointed out, Slay back in the mix is going to be That's nice. Uh, Bradbury had a nice uh, couple plays actually last game, so uh, he seems to be coming around. Um, I, he's played fairly well this season, but seems like he's starting to play. Uh, you know, a little bit better, at least last game. Uh, and yes, laying the mix, especially against what they have is going to be, is going to be uh, necessary in order to potentially win. To me, the biggest thing going on in this game, the biggest key to victory or, or uh, the biggest storyline is Jalen hurts ultimate revenge game against Tua. Now I know they're friends, but for a guy who, screenshotted the confetti falling on him at the Super Bowl. He's got to have a chip on his shoulder that that Tua basically came into Alabama and took his job literally during the championship game. I think he has been motivated. I think he's going to be super focused. You look at Jalen Hurts, the last time they lost back-to-back games with him as a starter, you have to go all the way back to October of 2021 when the team was kind of bottoming out there uh, in the beginning of the uh, Nick Sirianni Era. So I do think they bounce back. I, I'm super concerned with the, the secondary, but if we get Jalen Carter, Fletcher Cox uh, playing pretty good, and I, I think we can get some pressure on Tua, and that's how you take down Tua. We also are able to stuff the run. They can't get Mostert going. That's big. But Justin, what do you what do you what what are your big picture thoughts on this game? What do you want to see? What are you going to be uh- tuning in for? I don't know. I think it's going to be tough. I mean, obviously, uh, I, I want to see the pressure on the quarterback, like you said, but Tua does have the fastest um, unload uh, in the league. I think he throws it almost at, what, 2.2 seconds. Um, in The inverse of that, though, is Hurts. I think last game was throw. I want to see him throw the ball quicker. Took him about 3.4 seconds on average last game, which is which is huge. I mean, for him to hold the ball that long, some of that's due to the fact that he scrambles. I think part of that is due to the fact that Driscoll was in instead of Lane. Uh, so he's running for his life a little bit. But uh, Sirianni and Brian need to get their heads together and, and along with Jalen and figure out how is Jalen going to get the ball out a little bit faster this game in order to you know, hit the receivers we need to in order to make those big plays. Yeah, I mean, I still want to see a heavy dose of A.J. Brown. I still want to see a heavy dose of DeAndre Swift. And, you know, hurts to take the the runs when they're there. But, Rob, I know you're you're angry at the offense, and rightly so. But what do you what do you want to see out of the offense? Defense comes Sunday night. Will you be staying up for the entire game? Yes. I, I look, I, I'm on a roll, man. I'm staying up for these Phillies games. It's it's crushing me. I'm so tired, but I will be up for it. <laughs> um the look, there's two things I think we have to do. I mean, on the defense, this is one where you do got to just try to keep these guys in front of you as best you can. We're not, you know, at least we have Slay and hopefully we have Slay back and Bradbury. 
um, you know, and hopefully they can contain them just long enough for the D line to get some pressure. And, you know, we were talking, I do think maybe you got to get in their face um, and, and not give them clean releases. Cause if you give Tyreek Hill a clean release, like no one on our team is going to be able to run with him. And, you know, on offense, I think we got to be ready for a shootout. So we can't be coming away with, with field goals and, you know, these slow drives and just, you know, I mean, slow drives are fine as long as you're ending them in a touchdown, but I think we need to be prepared for a shootout in the, in for this game. And if the offense doesn't come prepared for that, you know, I, I don't like our chances. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it does. It does seem like it's setting up for that. Although, yeah, we'll see Xavier Howard, day to day with the groin injury for the Dolphins, but uh, Connor Williams also questionable with an ankle injury. You know, we'll we'll see. Um, I, I think I think we're going to be able to move the ball on them. To me, it just comes it comes down to what what the issue has been every week. Can we convert? Will we be efficient? Um, and and because I think getting yards is not a problem. It's just doing something with those yards. All right, time to uh, head over to the underdog pick them. Of course, underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN, 100% deposit bonus up to $500. We still have not hit one of our three team uh, pick ems here. You got to go 3 and 0. You go 3 and 0, you can win uh, 6 to 1, although even more if you put in some of the spicy plays. Uh, not a ton available right now. We got Jalen Hurts uh, to score a rushing touchdown. Jalen Hurts higher lower uh, passing touchdown two hundred forty one uh, and a half passing yards higher lower DeAndre Swift sixteen and a half rushing yards Dallas Goddard uh, to get a touchdown and then on the other side you got Waddle stats Tyreek Raheem Mostert Tua Justin I'll give you first crack at it Where, what are we uh, putting in our underdog pick them here. Uh, let's go Hurts. I'm, I'm gonna say this is a bounce back game for him. It needs to be. Uh, what? How, what are TDs on there? One and a half passing touchdowns. Two oh, four. Done. No okay. taking that higher. Right. One and a half passing. T- yeah, he's getting at least two. Now, Rob, I assume you want lower on on some Jalen Hurts thing. No. <laughs> All right. I won't challenge it. What's the right. AJ Brown numbers? Now, AJ Brown numbers are not out yet, but we do have DeAndre Swift rushing yards at 60 and a half. We could also put, um, I think you can do cross sport. If you want to put uh, one of your fills in here, that could be kind of fun. Or if you want to fade one of the dolphins or, or if you think we're going to get killed, uh, maybe put one of the dolphins, uh, the, the positive ones in there. What are you, what are you looking at? Um, Ooh, I ooh, Swift 60 yards. I don't know. I don't feel great about that. Uh um, I mean, we got we got Bryce Harper. Uh we're taping this on a Wednesday night. We could do Bryce Harper uh over a half RBIs, and that's a spicy play. So that boosts our payout. Uh, you yeah, can I do- like that. Let's do it. All right. Bryce Harper, hey, you'll get one RBI, right? I hope so. Although who knows? If I if I was them, I wouldn't even be pitching them at this point. <laughs> Well, you can say that about like four guys in the lineup right now, I guess. Maybe I'll walk in a run. All right. Yeah. So now we have. Sorry, Justin. I know this Phillies talk must be painful for you. <laughs> oh, I don't mind. I bet on them. Uh, we can't do any. We can't do any Dodgers lower uh, as their season's over. But uh, we got we got Jalen Waddle here. Wow. Oh, Shots fired. Go we fuck got, yourself, Sean. <laughs> we got Tyree Kill. We got Raheem Mostert. 
I heard someone pronounce it Raheem Mostert, and I keep laughing at that. I like fading the Mostert uh, rushing because oh, yeah. he's. Uh, we've done such a good job stuffing the run. We could also What's say, the number. Uh, he's forty nine and a half. Uh, let me. Yeah, forty nine and a half. Or we could fade Tua. Uh, we could go under, or we could say Tua to throw an interception. Um, Tua's passing yards are two seventy three and a half. Him to score a fumble or him to lose a fumble, or or some or looking at Tyreek Hill or Waddle. Uh, the, I like the fumble. Okay, I, I kind of like that too, Justin. We're going back to the fumble. Sack. All right, we're due. We're due for one of these. I like okay, you. so now the fumble is a double spicy. Bryce Harper's a little spicy. So let me. Uh, oh, this is pretty awesome. So okay. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna up this up a little bit. Okay, we got uh all right. This is now 15x. Jalen Hurts higher one and a half passing touchdowns. Bryce Harper to get an RBI on Thursday night and Tua to lose a fumble 15 to 1. I'm gonna put 50 show bucks on here. Uh if we go three for three, it's going to pay out seven hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, wait, what what the heck? Hold on. Let me see if I can submit this. All right, this is annoying. Looks like they took out the. Uh, hold on, we may have to swap the two of one. No, now you know that one's gonna hit. That's how this stuff works. Yeah, the two of one is now off the board. Do I Isn't come? This back? a promotion. What's up? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, do we do we do we pivot to to uh, interceptions? You know what? Actually, I'll just put it sure. in. Do we want to go to interceptions, or will I just do we hold out? And get the two of fumble. It'll pop at some point. Let's do the. I feel much better about the fumble, but whatever All right. you guys. No, want. we'll wait for the fumble because we already we already got it this far. That sounds uh, good. All right. Underdog fantasy promo code SGPN. Hundred percent deposit bonus up to five hundred dollars. Time for the final score predictions and the most valuable eagle. Rob, I know you. I know you want to do it. Just rip the bandaid off. Get it over. Pick your dolphins. Realist Rob is back. Um, we do it. I am picking them. This yes. guy's unfortunately. We need, I, we need the bulletin board material. Yes, this is the first game. I am going to say uh, thirty-four to twenty-seven. I think we ha- the offense has a better showing, um, but I don't know if it's going to be enough. Wow. Uh, do you have the most valuable eagle? Or it'll um, be, in this case, it'll I'm gonna be, say I, I'm going to say AJ Brown. I just think he's the one with the firepower, and if they're going to need to score a lot of points, he's going to have to be the go-to guy again. Hmm. Justin, how say you? I mean, if I was when I saw the line, I was actually surprised we were favored. Don't get really? me wrong, but I am a true Eagles fan, so I think we're going to win. Uh, so I'm going to say 27-24, we cover. Ooh, I like that. I like that. I'm going to say 27 to 21 Eagles get the win. Eagles get the cover. The most valuable Eagle is rare breed untamed himself. Jalen hurts. It will be a tough day for the hurts. Haters come Tuesday morning when they have to admit that, that uh, Jalen hurts is the man and that he's better than Tua. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to the Die Hard Eagles podcast. Rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend. 
unless they're a Cowboys fan or a Dolphins fan. Uh, for the Dire Eagles podcast on the Sports Game Podcast Network, I'm Sean, stacking the money green. For Rob, for Justin, go birds. Go, go birds. birds. And Phil's. Oh,